0: I recently assisted at a funeral, and at the funeral, the prayer of St. Francis was sung. A common prayer that often is sung at funerals, particularly to my mom and even to my dad. They asked that that song be sung at their funeral. Make me a channel of your peace. And in the line that says, in giving of ourselves that we receive, this idea resonated with me as I heard that. It is in giving that we receive. So take a moment, if you will, and recall in your memory, not that long ago, just six months back, we're at Easter. I mean, sorry, we're at Christmas. And at Christmas season, it's often the time that we remember as we kind of gather unto ourselves that we need to give. And sometimes we give from a depth of our heart that is genuine. And other times we give almost out of a sense of guilt, responsibility. But when you think back six months ago, at Christmas time, it's a time that we, for many of us, can really gather around our family, gather around our community. For some of us, it's a challenging time. But these moments remind us that it's a time of tremendous giving, giving of ourselves to one another, to family, to community. It is often the one time of year that people actively go out to help the poor and needy of the community, pulling bags of groceries together to give so no one, if possible, has to experience Christmas without food. So you might wonder why I'm reminding you of this season of Christmas, given that it's June. Albeit today it's raining and cold, yesterday it was warm. It's the end of the school year. It's the time of our focusing our attention on our families, but oftentimes more on what can I do to enjoy this good weather, this good time of year, this more easy time of year. Because you see, when it's cold... We're cold, we recognize how valuable a warm house is, how valuable a warm meal is. And as a consequence, we see others who don't have those benefits, and so we think of them at Christmas. But this time of year, we may get lax in our thought of caring for those who are in need. It's a hard truth to hear. But do we think of the needy as we did just a few months ago and as we may think again in the next six months? To have that sense of urgency to help those who are in need. I mean, I drove in today even and passed a man who I saw yesterday. Somebody was dropping stuff off. I have no idea what was being dropped off. but It was under an underpass of Highway 500. He has... A filing cabinet covered with plastic for this very reason. It's raining. But he has a filing cabinet. I don't know what he keeps in the filing cabinet, but it's on the street. It's right under the underpass. I had a hard time passing him today because I, I was thinking to myself, wow, why why is he why is he there doing that? What is it about him that's particular that I should be mindful of? And it's no easier now than it was in this moment I'm going to share with you uh, that I had an experience of conversion of thought. The Gospel of Matthew today reminds us that without cost we have received and without cost we are to give. What cost is being addressed in those words? What value is that cost to us? I remember a number of years ago, I was on a business trip to San Francisco, and I met this man named Tyrone. A man on the street in front of my hotel, who changed my perspective on giving to the poor right to the very foundation of who I am. I gave him some money and spent some time talking with him about what led him to the condition he's in. Much like I was thinking of this person today as I passed by them. And we had this great conversation and it continued on to the cafe right next to the hotel where I invited him. Well, let's go have some coffee and dinner. So we sat down and we talked and had this great conversation I was thinking to myself, this was a sacrifice more than a mercy. I was doing this out of a sacrifice more than a mercy. I gave to him, I realized, in the middle of that dinner, with cost. The cost was simply an expectation that I had that was maybe buried deep within me, but it was still there, that thinking, how would he spend his money? Would he spend the money I gave him wisely, or would he just squander it? Would he take the advice that I talked to him at dinner about intently and maybe change his life? Or would he continue on the way he had been? I realized after spending time with him that I was placing judgment on him. I was giving, but in reality, I wasn't really giving. Without cost, you have received. Without cost, you are to give. So on the flight home, I had this deep thought. I realized how fault-filled I was in my aspect of giving. I realized I didn't know really what it meant to give because I was giving to make myself feel better. I was sacrificing my money and help And missing the true mercy that Christ wanted me to share with that man and with me. I was trying to bring Christ to Tyrone, I thought. Or I may have thought that briefly, but I wasn't really truly living at that moment. I was expecting Christ to be with me and not with Tyrone. How many times in a week do we see an individual on the street with a sign asking for help, especially since COVID? So many people have been forced out of their homes for conditions that many of us really don't want to necessarily look at. It's hard to look at. But people are suffering. We all have seen it. And the question for you and I today is this. Do we stand with them where they are at? Or do we try to make them something we think they should be? And more specific, do we give with cost, as society tells us, or without cost, as Christ asks us? In our second reading today, we hear St. Paul's words to the Romans reminding them how hard it is to live this call we are given as Christians. He says, indeed, only with difficulty does one die for a just person, Though perhaps for a good person, one might even find courage to die. Yet we are sinners, and Christ came to die for us. Paul is saying that we have been given this tremendous gift of God, salvation. And we received it through his son's death, and guess what? It had no cost to us. We didn't merit it. We didn't earn it. We didn't buy it. We don't own it. Why are we worthy to receive that? Yet we do. And further, why do we cling to this notion of ownership of anything? When we think about it, think about the things that you have, the possessions that you have, and the position you may have, the money you may receive every month. There's an ownership in our, in our sense of being to that. When you're laying in the hospital, potentially on your deathbed, it matters nothing to what you have or had or wanted. Only in the moment do you wish and do you hope for and do you pray for being loved. Loved by your family, by your community, by the God who created you. So preparing this homily, I couldn't escape the question in my mind that was arising again and again what is the cost that we are tallying up on a daily basis that causes us to maybe hesitate thinking should i help this person run in run into the into that day or focus more fearfully on if i give this money what am i going to have to give up we do this balancing act in our mind knowing that Prices of gas have gone up. We're suffering in an economy maybe that we hadn't been suffering in prior to COVID. Christ is reminding us today though, we haven't merited the things that we have, be it our jobs, our families, or our friends. They've been given to us by God without cost. We tend to think it's maybe irresponsible if we don't define cost, but I think of Genesis and the story of Adam and Eve and I don't think Christ commanded them to take stock of the natural resources of the Garden of Eden. And I'm a wildlife biologist. I do stats on animals, plants, the like. But I don't think God put that to Adam and Eve to take stock, tally that up, put that into a spreadsheet and manage that that way. We, though, tend to place values on things like that. And Christ is calling us to let go of those worries we have and to trust him who has given to us what we need. Tyrone, that man I spoke of earlier, received my money at my cost. He didn't know that, but I did. I realized this brokenness in me and it hurts. And it still hurts. And when I saw those people today, that man today, it's still a pang of Pain within me. I want to give without worry. I want to be present to people who challenge me. But I hesitate. How do we trust when someone is placed in our path that that person is placed with intent and we have the choice to either act or not? We receive help from God constantly and yet many times we have squandered that help or even wasted it, selfishly, holding on to it as if we can protect it for some later time. So it's summer and I grant you again, it's hard to hear this, but we will be busy around our homes, busy with our vacations maybe, busy with home projects. But I ask you, please take a moment, and I say this for myself to hear as well, Now take a moment this week and ask God, what is he calling you to give? And what is he offering you to receive? Reach out into the community and offer without cost help that is needed. Reach out and help without expectation or judgment. Be open to the Holy Spirit moving through you to others and the love of God will come back to you through them. I promise you. To help we receive from God, it's called grace. And it's poured out to us through Christ. We receive him here at the altar to take him out, not possess him, not fix me. To help others and through helping others, we be healed. He gives to us this day without a cost to us. He invites us to go and give without cost. And as St. Francis reminds us, it is in giving of ourselves that we receive. May we give with the heart of Jesus to those whom He places in our path this week.